0: Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane.
1: My name is Pete.
0: And we're back again to our usual routine. It's getting chilly outside, so why not sit down and do a podcast?
1: Yes. Do you want to give a preview about what we're going to talk about today?
0: Uh, Yes. I thought we could briefly talk about... Um, kind of green or minimalist ideas for Christmas presents because um, we are a family that celebrates Christmas and many other people do as well. And it seems like a lot of it can be driven by consumerism and malls and craziness. And just thought we'd provide some ideas about how to lessen some of that.
1: That sounds awesome. Thanks. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm Mm-hmm. But we usually start our podcast with a sort of a wrap up of what we've done over the week. So shall we start with that?
0: Sure. Yeah. Do you want to start? We're like, (gasps) I really probably don't have very much to add. Still done my PhD. Still just wrapping up things in the lab. Have some experiments coming up. Um, Big week of experiments where I really have to uh, teach some new folks, how to do things. Um, I feel like almost part of my role now is passing on all of my knowledge and that I wouldn't be an effective leader or lab person if everything that I knew wasn't known by everybody else by the time I left. Does that make sense? It does. So it's really my goal to try and um, pass that along. Um, I feel like sometimes I get caught up in giving them all the directions and telling them how I do things. And when I think back to it, I didn't get all those directions. A lot of the things were things that, uh, me and certainly, uh, my partner in crime in the lab figured out as we went along. So it feels like sometimes I'm being very tedious with, you know, you need to make a separate sheet for this and then a separate sheet for this. And this is how you organize everything. So it's nicely laid out, like, I'm sure they'd figure that out on their own. Mm, would they? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but it also seems like sometimes they're focused so much on like how I have things organized that they miss out on understanding what it is exactly we're doing science-wise. And that's really important to get because mistakes are generally made because they don't understand what's going on. They're just trying to follow a set of instructions. Whereas if they actually sat there and thought is this particular step actually accomplishing then they'd know like which solution they need and which tube they would need and what they were collecting like they'd have that down and there'd be less questions maybe i don't know we'll see how it goes i expect there'll be long days of not necessarily labor intensive because they're supposed to be doing a lot of the work but just a lot of patiently explaining things
1: two thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, personally I love guides. I love uh, Mm. when people put the effort in and actually figure out a process and have a process guide for something. Yep. Uh, most recently at the new job I just started, it's been three months already actually, Mm -hmm. uh, coming in on day one and having no information on how to connect to a network, no information on, where anything is, or no information on anything, mm, and no one, yeah. uh, the person who I filled for was gone for three months as well. And it's like just it was a total random search for mm-hmm. anything, try to learn everything from the top. That's hard, yeah. So, I mean, I see the the point where, uh, this could be very beneficial to your uh, lab mates, where it's like at least I have a starting point. On the other end, the second thought is it's nice to have a starting point, but it's also good to figure out a way to do it yourself. Yes. Um, Everyone has their own process, and sometimes you can improve upon an old process. Mm -hmm. And I'll go back to an example from way long time ago when I was like 17, 18. I was a baker at Tim Hortons, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had a process, a general process, and I created a very timed process where all the steps I had set up to a clock almost like it's like at ten 15, i'll do this and at this point i'll do that uh like muffins bagels donuts mm-hmm. whatever right and i had it down to such a perfect schedule that i was always uh perfectly online and my manager was so impressed that when i, <laughs> I quit after doing it for three years and i was going to school or find mm-hmm. my own way uh he had me train their regular guy who had nice. been doing it for eight years to follow my process guide. And I was like, I felt really uncomfortable about that, but it's like, yeah, you got to find your own way. And I guess mm-hmm. he found his own way, but maybe that wasn't good enough. But I see, I, I like, I like the idea of the process guide. I think it's very beneficial.
0: Yes. Um. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um. Yeah, that's, that's essentially that's essentially all I've been doing, you know, play a little frizzy, play a little hockey, get hit by a puck. I think I'm going to have a giant bruise on my calf. Ouch. Yeah. Um, but generally, you know, still feeling very relaxed and Zen.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. I got two pieces to talk about. Yeah. Uh, one is, we'll, we'll go about the band again. Um, we're, my, my brother's away. He's going to Mexico. Ooh. And, uh, He's the only other member of the band with me. So uh, we've gotten so used to streaming on Fridays that we're trying to figure out what uh, we can do in his absence. And he just made a whole process guide for me on how to set up all the equipment and stuff uh, at his location. And Mm -hmm. then I realized, oh, I'm not even available on Friday next week either. So (laughs) I'm probably going to try to do a solo show Thursday night. Instead cool of friday it'll probably be earlier because i don't want to stay up too late
0: well because you're usually ready to go earlier
1: <laughs> that's true yeah usually the thing that makes us later is uh putting his kids to bed mm-hmm. yeah so what date is that
0: uh thursday is november
1: 30th november 30th okay mm-hmm. so thursday november 30th we'll say around eight or nine p.m yeah i set out a tweet I'm gonna be social good. media this yep. when I'm gonna go on. Uh just so we don't lose. Like we've been developing such an audience and they've been waiting for us, so I would hate to just suddenly be gone for a week. Yeah. So
0: So you're saying that you could do your kind of live um stream and then it would be recorded. So anyone who archives, came back yeah. yeah, anyone who came back on Friday. Well at least have could some watch new material. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. I think that's my plan. I think I'll do that. Neat. Um Other news with me, last podcast we talked about me starting a health routine. I thought we could go over that. So it's been seven days. Mm -hmm. Um, I announced it on Saturday of last week. So it's been a full seven days and now it's Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, And these are the three objectives I did. It was like do this seven-minute workout, which is an intensive uh, intermittent workout. I Mm forgot what they're called. We talked about that in a podcast actually.
0: High intensity.
1: High intensity, yeah where you go really, really fast and you break for a bit, then really, really fast and Mm -hmm. break for a bit. Um, But doing that and trying to do 5K walking Mm -hmm. and controlling the diet. Cool. So right off the bat, diet uh, snacks specifically, really, really good this week.
0: Yeah, I Um, would say so.
1: Maybe there were a couple hiccups. Uh, It didn't help that you had some friends over this week for your happy PhD party and there was cheesecake and cupcakes, so there was some bad food there.
0: Yes, but you didn't have a ton of bad food, so, <laughs> and know. you were eating it at you know dessert time, not like twelve o'clock at night when you came home. True, true, true. So I think that's that's pretty good.
1: Um, in the seven minute workout, I want to talk about that. Yeah,
0: I want to hear how this is going.
1: I did it first day. I did it on Sunday, like I said I would last week, mm-hmm. and uh, that imp- impressed and surprised the crap out of me. I did not expect it to be that hard. Mm. So one, it's like, wow, I am not very fit. <laughs> and two, I can't believe how much uh you can do in seven minutes. Like, yeah. Like literally. Um and how intense some of the things were. Like mm-hmm. I thought it would like start beginner and maybe get smarter and like build up to it or something. But yeah. It was hard right off the beginning. Um, And it was just doing things around your house, which is kind of cool. It's this app I downloaded. It's a seven-minute workout. I think it's just called 7MW. Hmm. Anyway, the really neat thing about it is I can shoot it to my TV. So it shows the people doing the actions, which makes it easier for me to follow.
0: Oh, cool, cool. So I can
1: follow along on the TV, Um, which is good because I'm not a kinetic person. I don't – I'm – you can speak for this like trying to do like a dance or something i get mm-hmm. i get to stumble over my feet i don't understand what's left or right
0: you're very yes you're very visual artistic
1: yeah and it's funny that mm-hmm. i can play uh an <laughs> instrument, instrument and yeah. multiple loop pedals and do yeah. all these things that require very specific <laughs> uh, tapping and moving and mm-hmm. using all of your limbs and stuff. But for some reason, if it's like a choreographed dance or <laughs> some kind of exercise routine, I'm confused. And so it's like, <laughs> what are you telling me to do? Left one, two, three. I don't, I right. don't get it.
0: Which is why you do very well when it's on a screen and you can watch it. Yeah. I can
1: at, at least visualize what I'm supposed to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, there's some common things around the house. Like you can use a chair to do the step lifts and things like that. Um, And then just, yeah, basic things like, you know, your sit-ups and your push-ups and things. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them that really surprised me was this thing called the rotating push-up, which again, I was surprised to have on lesson one, where you basically, Mm -hmm. you push down, you have to push yourself up, and then you rotate, uh, balance on one arm, Mm -hmm. and have the other arm basically point straight up. Yep. Then you go back down, do the push, rotate, and then do the other arm.
0: Right. So some side planks and push-ups.
1: There are side planks as well in there mm-hmm. and planks, which were actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found was anything to do with the legs, no problem. My, mm-hmm. my legs and lower body, very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, upper body needs work. So Got it. that's what I've sort of been working on.
0: But did you accomplish your goal of doing it every single day that you were going to? Uh,
1: no, because seven minute workout destroyed me. Gotcha. Um, that day. So mm-hmm. I took a break mm-hmm. on Monday. I did it again on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I was out with friends. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it then. Thursday, you had a party here. I didn't yep. do it then. And I did it on Friday. Okay. uh The fun thing about Wednesday and Friday is I dreaded doing it again because of how much <laughs> it hurt the first time. Mm-hmm. But the second time, it was a little bit easier and it surprised me. It was like, hey, this isn't as bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And Friday again is like, you know what? I could do this. And and that's kind of nice. Like it, uh, I'm starting to feel like some kind of growth. Cool. The terrible thing is this whole week I've just been broken. Just, I feel <laughs> broken every day. And that's partially because of the walk as well. So let's get some stats on that.
0: Yeah. Walking stats because you have been walking a lot. So I want to hear these numbers because it's literally been okay, I'm on my way home. I'm walking from such and such subway station.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the first day, Sunday, the 19th, Mm -hmm. I did 4.4 kilometers. So just short of my goal. But Mm -hmm. I mean, combined with the workout, that really destroyed me. On Monday, I did nine kilometers.
0: Ooh, yeah, that was a long walk.
1: So that made up for taking a break from the seven minute. Tuesday, 2.7 was hurting. (laughs) I <laughs> mm-hmm. hurting from the day before. <laughs> but at least I did the seven minute on uh-huh. that day. Wednesday was my day off going to hang out with my buddies. But I walk everywhere to get to it. So mm-hmm. I still did 6.1 kilometers. Wow. Nice. Uh, Thursday, 4.3. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Pretty close. And Friday, 4.2.
0: Okay.
1: And Saturday, yesterday, 8.3 kilometers.
0: Ooh, yeah. Big, long walk.
1: So I'd say overall average... I did above 5K every day, just with quick calculation. Someone with a calculator listening right now can go ahead and prove me wrong or right. <laughs> but I would say pretty good. Cool.
0: cool. And feeling positive about carrying on to next week and the week after? Yeah. Okay.
1: I know it's a long, long-term long game. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what I'm doing. Oh, the other thing is if I really was feeling bad about certain things, I would just do weights. Okay. On some nights too. Cool. I should should have added that in too. To try to work on that upper, right? Because mm-hmm. I know the legs are doing all right. So yeah, overall good. Uh, I I think I was saying earlier in the week, like I feel terrible most of the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like more confident. So it's weird. Like I'm physically <laughs> unhappy, but uh, emotionally feeling a little better about myself.
0: Cool. Well, that's good news Yeah. to hear.
1: To start. So mm-hmm. that is my week in workout. Nice.
0: (laughs) I think you need music for this (laughs) week in workout segment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. So shall we move on to your article? I would, I really am very curious about this.
0: Yes. So I briefly mentioned, Hey, maybe we could do something about kind of green alternatives to gifts or minimalist gifts or that kind of thing. And it sparked my memory to a, um, one of those, you know, articles that gets shared on Facebook. And this was, um, shared by David Suzuki has what, uh, the foundation has what they refer to as their queen of green. Uh, so it's just a women that woman that writes a blog about kind of all things green. Um, And uh, so it was a Vogue article and it was sustainable gift ideas, I guess, for that person that might be uh, more green inclined on your list. And I thought, oh, this might be interesting. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's from Vogue Vogue, magazine, which the demographic that reads Vogue probably isn't normally considered super green.
1: That was a Um, nice choice of words. I was thinking about something else. Okay. (laughs) Maybe not super intelligent. I don't know. Maybe very materialistic, I would say.
0: Could be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they are, you know, very um, intelligent um, people that read Vogue, but I tend to think of them as kind of, you know, a little bit more upper class, maybe. Oh, yeah. In which case they might have, you know, larger homes, larger cars, big vacations, and be thinking less on the uh, kind of green side. But nonetheless it is becoming a very trendy topic so they included an article um That's great. and i thought some of their choices were cool choices and some of their choices were a little bit interesting um so let's go through them i guess uh so the list started with tea strainers mm-hmm. which like we have reusable tea balls for our cups of tea which is pretty cool however these tea strainers um basically looked like they were about this long so like uh six inches, mm-hmm. 15 centimeters. Um, so they sit on your cup. So they're kind of wide. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so they, and they're, they're open? Like you just they're pour open, yeah.
0: So you just put your tea on, then you just pour it on and let it steep. Um, so huh. they seemed a bit, um, yeah, like just more stylish and they were like metallic and shiny and kind of modern looking.
1: It seems less practical though. Yeah,
0: so they seemed much less practical, but nevertheless tea strainers cool idea cuz then you can drink loose leaf tea um, the second one this is what i was giggling at a reusable mouse trap
1: uh, <laughs> are they not normally <laughs> reusable
0: well normally um, i guess you can reuse them but normally you like kill the mouse then you have this mouse to deal with and oh. it's dead and gross and no it, some people around. probably just throw the whole trap and mouse out i'm pretty sure some people like just chuck the mouse and then reset the trap okay anyways this is a reusable mouse trap in that it traps the mouse and the mouse is alive
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: which i'm like who wants to trap a live mouse <laughs> what
1: do you what do you do then like you just let it out into nature and let i it guess back so into the house
0: yeah like you'd have to let it out way far away anyways just repeats the process that was option two Uh, Three was a ceramic berry basket. So you know how when you buy berries, they come in like a green basket?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So they showed a ceramic version. So something made out of pottery. Okay. Which is cool, except then you have to buy your berries in bulk and you'd have to somehow like weigh them out into this yeah. giant ceramic dish. Didn't or, seem...
1: Or put it in a bag and then it's just like, that's worse. Yeah. Now you're so using plastic bags.
0: Yeah. So that seemed a little less practical to me. I mean, I guess if you're going somewhere and you're like, can I have this handful of berries and then brought it home? I'm not sure. Anyways, uh, next on the list was reusable straws. So stainless steel straws, which what? I think is... Have you not seen reusable straws? They are a big thing now.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool and all, but mm-hmm. how many straws are you using in your daily life that you need to have a, a reusable straw? I, I don't can't know. remember the last time I used a straw.
0: See, yeah, but for people who, you know, may have like kids who like to have straws sipping out of their cups or something, to have like a like washable metallic straw or like a well a glass straw seems breakable, but yeah. um like a stainless steel straw.
1: I think that's a dumb idea. I'm could sorry.
0: be an option if you really are wanting your straws. Um, the next one was um, a reusable sandwich wrap. So I actually saw this. I was at the one of a kind craft show um, this weekend and they had um, this product that was, it's beeswax and it's a wrap. So it's an alternative to like plastic wrap or saran wrap. And they actually had a sandwich baggies not baggies they had sandwich wraps so basically it was the beeswax um wrap on the inside and on the outside was like a neat like pattern of fabric Um, and it was essentially a square so you could fold it up and tie it up and that would be like carrying your sandwich around instead of having your sandwich in the ziploc bag or in plastic wrap um so those are kind of cool um I'm not sure as to like they said they were very durable I've never tried them I don't know. I usually just put my sandwich in a container yeah. and do it that way. Um, but perhaps this would be something for people who normally use ceramic or plastic wrap.
1: Uh, if I may hold you for a second. What yeah. I do is I just reuse the sandwich bag plastic. Like that the bread bag. That you get anyway. Mm-hmm. I reuse it until basically it's unusable. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's still getting thrown out, but at least it gets a lot of use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's Reusing.
0: Reusing. Uh, yep. So yeah, again, something where like, I feel like a container works pretty well too, um, but these are like nice and aesthetic. So maybe that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next two are kind of interesting choices because we would never use these. Um, one was, um, so when you put out a cheese platter, sometimes you like to identify what the cheeses are. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they had uh, basically little signs that had like hard, stinky, blue, soft cheese or whatever. So you could identify what each of the cheeses were and they were reusable. And the other thing was a a metallic olive toothpick. So, you know, like when you serve a martini, you have olives on a pick. So they had stainless steel ones. Again, Hmm. not something that we particularly use regularly (laughs) or ever.
1: (laughs) Sure. I just, again, with the straws, it's like, what are you, Are you tackling something that creates a lot of waste? Like how much waste is caused from toothpicks, you know? Like, is that one of the things that we really need to focus on?
0: Um, No, I feel like every little thing...
1: I guess it all helps. Matters,
0: yeah. It all helps, but helps. a
1: weird thing it's, to focus on.
0: Yeah. These are kind of, again, see what I mean with some things where like, you know, perhaps people in Vogue are the ones who are entertaining a lot right. um, and using a lot of these things. And maybe they are producing a lot of, you know, waste with all these little things that they need to have for their drinks, mm-hmm. etc. So maybe these are the types of things that they would actually use regularly and where buying reusable would be kind of a cool idea. Yeah, never something we would use. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, along with that, place cards so people know where they're sitting. Reusable place cards. What? Pe- Pete's like, I don't, I don't get it. You're sitting there. Why do you need a name tag? <laughs>
1: well, how do you reuse that? Is it is it like white erase? Um,
0: yeah, it's like you can wash it off and write okay. on write on it with a marker. Dry erase. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so then they also had. Um, Picnic plates that were, I guess, uh, lighter material, but were still made out of like maybe plastic, and they were just like in like kind of bright colors for picnics, so that you didn't have to bring paper plates to your picnic. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's good.
0: Um. Okay, so the next one is kind of interesting, and I'm really not—I've never seen this product before, uh, but it's basically a match holder and striker. So it looks like a cone with kind of the top lopped off. So all your matches can sit in the top of it. And then the base around it is something that you can strike your matches on and store them at the same time. And the tagline at the bottom was matches are great, but you have all these match boxes afterwards that you have to throw away.
1: Man, I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me.
0: But when I look at that product, my thought is... Well, where are you getting all the matches for it in the first place? Exactly,
1: it's got to (laughs) be because
0: matchboxes like me, like I've seen large matchboxes, but like you can't buy matches like in bulk. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and if you did, people would call the police and start to wonder about you. Yeah. Um, So
0: that seemed like something that I'm like, I don't,
1: I don't get it at all. No. Again, I don't. I can't. I feel like we're not really hitting problems here. Like I think. If a person reading this magazine or article just, Mm -hmm. like, got an electric car, they'd do more than anything on this list combined. Like, all of it. Mm -hmm. Way more for the environment. Mm -hmm. Just there. Done. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, matches, I only think of really using them at the cottage. And usually we just burn the casing with it.
0: Yes. And if that's the case... How are you going to carry this like match striker around with you? Like that No, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make like, sense. Like matchboxes are handy because you can put a bunch here and a bunch there so that when you're lighting your candles, you know, they're available. Yeah, um, very strange. Anyways, last few things on the list.
1: Aren't matchboxes um, usually made out of paper so they're recyclable they're anyway? Wood,
0: well, they have the sulfur strip on the side. Oh. So the matchbox is, but again, just throw them in the fire pit if that's what hmm. you're doing. Last two, uh, chopsticks, which I'm like, do, don't most people, <laughs> my family, my family's half Japanese. So we have a stack of chopsticks <laughs> in our house, <laughs> but that was on the list. Um, funny. silicone cupcake holders, like the heart shaped ones that we have,
1: which okay, can, can you hold on a second? Yes. I have, to, I have to make fun of each of these. Oh, okay, time, okay, all right? okay, okay. So okay. chopsticks again, yeah. it's wood, right? They're usually wood. Isn't wood yeah. entirely biodegradable? Like you stick that into a landfill, it just it just gets eaten up, it's fine,
0: yeah, but. If you stick something into a landfill, it doesn't always decompose how you want it to decompose Hmm. because it's stuck. There's no airflow into a landfill, so it's just stuck under stuff. So even if you put stuff from a green bin that's supposed to be compostable, if you stick it in a landfill, it can't compost properly.
1: Right, because of all the plastic and junk.
0: Plus the fact that if you are using wood chopsticks, something had to produce the chopsticks. So you're putting a lot of energy into making them and wrapping them in paper when you could just have washable ones. Okay.
1: Sure. That's fine with me. Yeah. Do you think restaurants should start doing that?
0: Some like nicer restaurants have like chopsticks that Is get that, washed. Is like, that
1: considered a more elite, fancy place? Because I uh, hardly see it.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to think where where I see them like that. Um, the ramen noodle places might use sturdier chopsticks just because they're making like you're buying noodles in broth. So like wood chopsticks.
1: Yeah, might not get so splinters, right? Like I could see that being right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never see that. That would be Mm -hmm. the better thing, though. Like if Mm -hmm. businesses started adopting these things, who go through Mm -hmm. a large amount of chopsticks, Mm -hmm. that would make sense to me. But I'm just thinking of some, you know, well-to-do lady reading Vogue, going, "Oh, yeah, I should get some plastic chopsticks for that party I do Mm -hmm. once a year." Like, is that really doing anything? I don't know. Go ahead, continue. You're giving me a face.
0: You, well i'm just waiting to see if you're done <laughs>
1: i'm done i'm done with that one
0: uh last two um cupcake holders like the heart shape oh. ones that i have finally we got which, another one on here okay yeah i'm which, keeping score by the way you're keeping score Oh, of stuff that we have or don't have
1: yeah it's stuff that we're doing well oh okay i thought we were gonna do way better
0: well it's a bunch of random stuff we would never use anyway two of them um so i like using the silicone cupcake holders one they're fun because then i can make heart shaped muffins um but two it just helps with like cleanup and they're non-stick so that just makes things much easier um and then the last one on the list which we definitely don't find useful but maybe other people do is um drink rocks So there's those stones that you're supposed to leave in the freezer and they're supposed to be nice and cold and then you're supposed Mm. to use them and pour your scotch over them and it keeps your scotch cold without diluting it. We have some of those.
1: I don't like them at all.
0: And that was my impression.
1: Um, Again, explain to me the environmental impact of having drink rocks. You're using less energy to freeze water. Is that it?
0: I don't know. I I don't actually know if these are like...
1: That doesn't seem really. environmental at all to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, this isn't like a strictly like we're trying to save the environment list. This oh. is just green-minded gifts. Maybe I should okay. have prefaced with that. Okay. Um, yeah. So it definitely seemed like a lot of things that, as you say, don't seem to be really addressing <laughs> the big issues. No. Per se.
1: I don't know if they have that much of an impact.
0: And I think there's still. Kind of, you know, when I think like green, I think like, well, try not to give things anyway, or try yeah. to have some different ideas as opposed to buying stuff. And this list is still stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just off, right off the bat, like what I would think about for Christmas. Number one, you think uh, getting kids toys, right? Mm -hmm. And kids toys are the worst for packaging. Like you'll have plastic and then inside there'll be more plastic. And then tie tags holding down the other plastic (laughs) that you need super industry scissors to cut through to get to. And it's just like, that's just so much waste just for holding, like enclosing a plastic doll. Like I don't get that. Um, yeah. And that's really where most of the waste comes from. It's all this packaging Mm-hmm. so you, you do have a point like i mean if you want to reduce just reduce on uh spending how much you mm-hmm.
0: buy yep or go for like the lowest packaging option if that's possible Hmm. um or buy experiences you know yeah dinner's out go into wonderland
1: yeah it's tough i assume when you have kids which we don't know anything about mm-hmm. um but certainly with us, like it becomes a thing that we talk about every year is like, can we just avoid and stop this whole gift giving tradition? Like it doesn't really appeal to me. I mean, we have enough things in our apartment. We don't mm-hmm. need any more things.
0: And if we do have things that the two of us are like, you know what? We could use some of that. That becomes our, let's have that be like our Christmas present to each other. Yeah. Something cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a second thing on this? I thought you were laughing about a couple things.
0: things. Uh, no, I think I, I really, the mousetrap got mm. me.
1: Yeah. So these are the things that we <laughs> are not doing. I, I kept a list. So we do not have the mousetrap. We do mm-hmm. not have the ceramic berry case. Nope. We do not use reusable straws. Mm-mm. I don't even use straws. Nope. In fact, I wish when I went out and I ordered a water, they would stop giving me a straw. So it's ask like,
0: them for no straw.
1: all right, I should do that because it usually just pokes in my eye or something. Like it just gets in the way. (laughs) Say no straw. Uh, Reusing sandwich wrap, that doesn't make any sense to me because it's like you're actually buying another thing. Like even if you say me reusing the plastic bag is not very environmental, it's actually I'm creating less waste because I didn't buy an extra thing to reuse and then throw them both away, right? Mm -hmm. In a weird way. Trust me, it works out. (laughs) <laughs> uh cheese signs no uh no name tag things no mm-hmm. alternative plates that's a good idea i'm actually i'm kind of curious about that that might be a good gift for people who host a lot like my brother his barbecue and stuff let's think about that one mm-hmm. uh match holder makes no sense no chopsticks sure we could get some of those. Do we have one of those? I think we actually have one set. I, I have I've, chopsticks
0: somewhere. I think
1: I have a nice one. We never use them though.
0: Um, no.
1: Well, very few. Like we don't make our own sushi. It's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and cupcake holders, we do that. And the first one we do. Yes. So we got two. Mm-hmm. Two.
0: Out of a list of things that I don't think are completely necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as I'm trying to think of things to get people, I'm thinking of things that they will use a lot of. Um, So we're definitely thinking of like things that they can consume, that they would consume otherwise, but maybe getting them like a special bottle of wine or maybe a nicer one than they would buy themselves. Um, We like to do donations to charities. Um, I think for... I don't think my bro listens to this podcast. So um, (laughs) if he does, well, I'll find out soon. Mm. Um, I'm thinking I will kind of make up like... um a healthy cookie mix and just have like the dry mix in like a glass jar with like instructions of what to add and what to bake it at.
1: Oh, I love when we get those things like the recipes. Yeah. Or it just has everything in it.
0: Yeah. And you just like add an egg or add something. And then it's something also, because I know he's on a bit of a kind of a health kick too, just to kind of eat a little bit better. So something like that, that's like a nice protein cookie with dried fruit in it. Be good.
1: Can we have some of those? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> apparently
0: I should make another batch and just hide it yeah, away for you. That'd um, be good
1: stuff.
0: Yeah, and have it in like a reusable jar that I already have. Um, like do something like that. Um and I think like we have nieces who always get like a ton of stuff for Christmas. Yeah. And we are always trying to like, you know, pair back what we do um so i'm almost thinking like asking their mom like you know do you know what they're getting for christmas can we like just like you know buy an extra outfit for a doll they're getting or like do something that's just also working with what they have so that it's not just multiplying yeah um or like
1: i mean i also think about that like they have so much stuff as it is they actually need mm -hmm. to clean out their house um it's It's getting to the point that they have so many toys that I don't know that they even appreciate their toys, which is a weird, a weird thing to run into, especially when they're not like that well off, but they still, they, they have so many relatives and they have so many gifts. So they have Mm -hmm. so many things. And I sometimes fear this, like if we have children, is that going to happen to us? Just because we have relatives, you have Christmases, birthdays, like we're just going to get so much stuff and, uh, that's going to be kind of sad. I remember one time, this is a very, here's a weird story for you. I remember (laughs) when we were really young, one thing that me and my brothers would do is we would play a game sometimes where Mm -hmm. we would put away all our toys except for just a few. Okay. Uh, We would make a store where uh, the toys were valued at a certain amount, and we'd give each other like monopoly money at a certain value, and it was like, the idea is you buy the toys, Okay. and then those are what you play with for the day. Okay. So it's like, you're learning... (laughs) To value, I know we're weird kids. So
0: yeah. Like,
1: Isn't that awesome though? At the same time? like, So it's like, all right, we're going to spend time with these things. And it's like, that's our yeah. toy for the day or whatever. And
0: We're going to really have to work out a system because chances are, if we stay in Toronto, we're not going to have a very big place. No, we're not. Um, so we're going to have to figure something out because there's just not going to be room for toy explosions.
1: No, and I, I don't want that. I don't want
0: so i will have to figure that out that's that's future diane and pete's problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: cool well this is good this is good thinking good thoughts Mm -hmm. um we're getting into the holiday thinking mood i guess Mm -hmm. um i am gonna probably do like you said probably a lot of consumables and maybe some digital stuff as well Mm -hmm. uh digital gifts so we'll see how that goes we can maybe revisit this in january to see how that went yeah and uh Yeah, how to sort of have an eco-Christmas holiday.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm. we reuse a lot of our lights and Christmas tree kind of over and over every year. Mm. So, yeah.
1: We could do a lot on this, actually. So maybe we'll open up the holiday subject again in a future podcast. Mm -hmm. If anyone wants to share their stories on, I don't know, eco-gifts or their plans on what they want to do to sort of uh, bring down the materialistic nature of the holiday season, please let me know in an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com.
0: And thank you to Feel a Processor for our music. And as mentioned, it sounds like there's going to be a live stream on Thursday. And if you miss it and normally catch them on Fridays, you can watch the recording or the yeah. archived yeah. footage.
1: Yeah, everything available, feelprocessor.com. That's where you can find the link to Twitch link to youtube videos if you want to see a cover of us doing katy perry it's there uh, and our twitter feeds all that fieldprocessor.com cool
0: so until next time
1: take one more
0: for the road